0: This is a podcast from the Queen City Podcast Network. Welcome to The Things That Matter. My name is Maritza. I'm a native New Englander now living in the South, managing the business world while keeping my own mental health in check. I've always had a fascination for the brain and behavior and anything neuroscience related. The world can feel overwhelming at times, especially if you don't understand yourself. I thought I did for years before being diagnosed with anxiety and depression i am here to show you that you are not alone. I want to inspire you as a listener to be that empowered individual that you know lives deep down in your heart. But I will be the first one to let you know you cannot get there without working on yourself. It starts right here, right now. You can make a difference in someone's life no matter how small it seems. We need community. We need collaboration. We need people. To another day and another podcast I'm here today with our guest this is Angie Super. welcome
1: hi thanks for having me
0: you're welcome um, Angie and I met at a BNI networking event so I like to tell people how we we met initially but I'll get right into it and let you just describe a little bit about your background and kind of how you got to the point you are today what you're doing today
1: great uh, yes so when we met at BNI and mm-hmm. I was doing a in-person sort of explanation of what I do, a presentation, if you will. I was trying to convey the importance of mindfulness Mm -hmm. and as a yoga teacher, how important it is for us to put our expectations and judgments outside of the experience. And so we just did a breathing technique, which I think is the most accessible way to access the deep calm within us. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it sometimes involves movement and sometimes involves breath and sometimes it involves just hearing something different. And I would say in summary, that's what I do, holding space for people, creating spaces for others to listen to that inner voice and trust it.
0: Mm-hmm. And I thing I loved about what we did when you did that, it, didn't, like you said, it didn't involve a lot of movement. It was more breath and it was some movement, but we could do it all in our normal attire of whatever we were wearing. We didn't have to be in athletic Mm -hmm. clothes. And and that was nice because I think sometimes you think you have to be in a workout setting or a workout space in order to just get back to your mind and have that mindfulness moment, but you don't have to be, you can be in, you can be wherever you are.
1: Yeah, Mm -hmm. absolutely. And I think it was surprising for a lot of our folks in the audience to see me not in yoga clothes. Mm -hmm. Um, It wasn't what they were expecting. And I love that because it actually made it more accessible for everybody. Mm -hmm. Because that's my belief. I believe that yoga is for everybody. It's not for one body type, one ethnicity, Mm -hmm. one spiritual path. And I think that in doing it that way with so many different types of people and diversity, Mm -hmm. it allowed people to trust and just go forward with it and not get too caught up in what they look like or if they're doing it right, but just to experience it, what's happening in the present moment.
0: Yeah, that's so nice. And I guess going back a little bit, what got you into yoga initially? Mm
1: -hmm. Well, I was a dancer growing up Mm -hmm. and I wasn't an athlete in terms of team sports, So for me, the physicality of dance, and also some with music as well, uh, has been a curiosity of mine. So uh, while I didn't pursue dance as a profession, (laughs) I still love to dance.
0: (laughs) That's me as well. (laughs) Cue the music.
1: (laughs) And I just, I love experiencing that kind of joy. Mm -hmm. And I was going through, um, I guess, a lot of things in my 20s and coming out of my grad degree. Mm -hmm. Um, studying psychology and counseling psychology in particular and rehabilitation from a life event, say uh, trauma or illness or grief and loss. And I specifically focused on the physical uh, impact of how that affects us mentally Mm -hmm. and um, how it changes our identity of how we see ourselves. So to summarize, um, I initially came at... Um, what I'm doing from the health and wellness sphere as a mental health counselor, as someone mm-hmm. who studied the brain and the mind. Yeah. When I found yoga was when I was um, pregnant, actually. Okay. And there was a lot of things out of my control mm-hmm. with my body. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of unexpected things. And I found it to be incredibly helpful. Mm-hmm. And so I saw that as another tool, if you will, or another path for people to experience uh, calm and well-being and help them through all kinds of things, whether it be depression or anxiety mm-hmm. or pain, Um which can happen when your whole world gets kind of turned around Yeah, with anything. Um, <laughs> but I found yoga to be a great path for me. And mm-hmm. so I started integrating it into my work okay. with my clients as ah, a therapist. Okay, And it was kind of on the fringe, actually. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't really fit in a box. And as a licensed counselor, that was really not something that anybody... Was doing,
0: Mm -hmm. and were you working on your own or were you at a practice at the time? Both. Okay.
1: Yeah, I had a private practice for years, but I also had worked in hospital settings and pain management settings, and so a lot of mind-body techniques were being utilized, but Mm -hmm. just not the physicality of yoga or calling it yoga. But what's so interesting is that it's really all yoga. Mm -hmm. It's it's all the union of the mind and the body together. So when I started doing this and started getting more and more interested in it and getting more and more trainings and certifications, (laughs) I was getting further and further away from the box of being in this counseling world. Mm -hmm. And so I ultimately left and started doing more of that type of work, um, working as an integrative therapist, Mm -hmm. as somebody who could do both, you know, with the background of having all this training in the mental health field. But also having this deeply rich um, system of health, which is yoga. Yeah. So I found it unique for Charlotte. Hmm. Not so unique in other parts <laughs> of the country, but very unique for Charlotte. And um, I still utilize everything. I yeah. bring all of it. That's so awesome!
0: And because how many years ago was this when you were making this transition? Would you say?
1: I made this transition when I was, it was, gosh, probably 18 years ago
0: Okay. when I started
1: integrating the work that I was learning Mm -hmm. through my yoga training. And I guess ultimately what I'm doing now, I've been doing for about the past 10 years. Okay. Yeah.
0: And I know we talked about this at the event as well, and I loved this concept, the and concept Mm -hmm. and the ampersand. So can you go into that a little bit? Because I know this, this all leads into what you're doing now.
1: Yeah. So as a therapist, again, in my box and in my training, Mm -hmm. um, I uh, had been focused on my studying and getting my degree and getting my first job and checking all those boxes and uh, being successful. Mm -hmm. So wearing that hat, you know, required a certain professionalism and um, persona. Yes. And yet I still had that creative spirit within me that wanted to experience life, you know, and mm-hmm. that's what anding is, right? Mm-hmm. Anding is not this or that. It's this and that. And in my counseling, in the work that I do with people, I'm encouraging a lot of that type of experience in life, not just to put yourself into one lane yeah, and ride that escalator the whole way, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so when I decided uh, to pursue my singing and music... It was really scary um, because I felt like I couldn't do both at first. Yeah. Like, I don't know, like, what other people might think. As much as yeah. you would think I would be okay with all of that, I wasn't.
0: Because you're you're this person <laughs> by day, and then you, you have these other, like you said, creative avenues, and you need to express that. Yeah. I used to dance growing up, too, so I feel oh. like there's a lot of commonality when I think of the creativity because I— yeah initially started my career out when I started in sales. It was, you know, very, this is what you do. This is the track you're on. Mm. Um, And it's only been over time where I've realized that I need to be utilizing all these sides of me that really like to be expressed. So I've started doing more of the stage events, more of the public speaking, more things like that. And using my creativity, I'm starting my own fashion business on the side. But it's, it's all come together slowly, because I think at one point in time, I was like, "I, I need to be just stick to this and only this. So, yeah.
1: so you're a, you're an ander as well.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I love I love that. And I love I hearing too. that too. And you, you mentioned before that you went to an event that kind of brought this out. Uh, yes. Yeah. Can you tell me about
1: that? Well, after I went to Boulder, Colorado to uh um, I guess, investigate, tour this uh, university, I was at an event where a woman named Erica Randall was speaking about this very exact concept. Mm -hmm. And I had one of those moments where I about jumped out of my seat. (laughs) I was like, oh my goodness, that's exactly how I feel. That's exactly what I've been trying to, you know, understand about Mm -hmm. who I am. Yeah. Um, and not diminishing our, you know, our light was what she was talking about. And I think that that is so powerful for people to hear that they can be more than one thing. Yes. Just because you had this identity or you were told something about who you are, if it doesn't ring true for you mm-hmm. in this moment, yeah, then you're really, you're not living, right? And you're authentic, your most authentic life. So, yes, Erica Randall uh, was the was the person who sort of ignited this little light bulb and and I don't know if she coined the term I've seen it yeah uh, but she talked about um, her experience in uh, working with students and helping them find their path like sometimes yeah. it's like the smart kids get put on you know one track yes. and then they realize that they don't really want to be an engineer or whatever it was, an attorney, they realized that there's a whole nother aspect to their lives. And what that means to be successful in this world isn't just always about uh, getting the degree, getting the paycheck. Yes, we do have to be responsible. Yes, of
0: course. Take care of ourselves (laughs) if we
1: want to thrive in this world in that way. But true happiness doesn't come from that. Mm -hmm. True happiness comes from being who you really are. Yeah, Yeah, Mm -hmm. I
0: absolutely love that. And if you were, I guess we're, well, we Mm -hmm. can summarize it, but we could also say all the ands right now. What would you say to everyone? What are all your ands?
1: Oh, my goodness. What are all the
0: things that make Um, you you right now? mm. The shortened version, because I'm sure
1: (laughs) there's a lot. (laughs) Well, and my friends always... (laughs) I don't know if your friends say this to you, but a lot of them say to me, I don't know how you do all of yep, those things. I hear that all the time. <laughs> and to me, I don't
0: really understand that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I should be doing all these things because all these things make
1: me happy and bring me joy. <laughs> right. Sometimes I have to remind myself to take it down uh, yeah. a percentage or two just so that I don't completely burn out. And downtime is important yes. for sure. So, whatever you need to do. Um, but I would say, I'm a mom, I'm a friend. Um, I'm someone uh, who loves to dance, um, <laughs> loves to sing, who loves to hold space and create sacred space for others mm-hmm. so that they can feel um, supported and seen. Um, I'm a yoga teacher. I play a couple of musical instruments, so I guess I'm technically a musician. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> Don't ask me to do that though.
0: <laughs> it's in the bad. privacy of my any own instruments home instruments right here right now, so you're good.
1: <laughs> I'm a gardener, a daughter, a wife, um, a lover of all things uh, nature and um gosh, yeah, I guess that's that's a lot, but
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah but and there's probably more. But I think it feels yeah. if, How do you feel in this space now knowing that you can have all those things and it's okay?
1: Well, it's interesting because sometimes it can feel overwhelming because choosing yeah. and being able to check in with yourself about what's really calling to you, what your passion is, mm-hmm. and that it's okay to let something pass on. You yeah. know, I think that nurturing something is important as long as it is life-giving back to you. And so when I think about holding all of those things in that space and of being my whole self and being fortunate enough to be able to be my full, myself fully Mm. in the world, because that is a a very uh, hot topic, a very current uh, issue for a lot of people is being able to be themselves in this world. Mm. So I feel like, yeah, it is, it's a gift, but it's also an honor and, I think about, like, well, I don't think I'm done yet, you yeah. know?
0: <laughs> you shouldn't be. Continue living. Continue finding out what makes yeah. you happy, brings you joy. Yeah. I think and that's I, all
1: great. And we share that love of fashion, too, yes. you know? <laughs> um, you know, I, I love to be in nature, and I love to be a la naturelle, but I also love to glam it up. <laughs> and you should. <laughs> and, and I think that's okay. Yeah. Why not? You know, that's in a form of expression too. So mm-hmm. I think it's about creative energy. Yeah. That I think that's what, whether you say God, spirit, mm-hmm. um, you know, Mother Earth, that's what we're here. Only There's only one of you in the world. Mm-hmm. There's only one of me. Yes. And even if other people have done it, it doesn't matter because nobody's done it just like you. Yes. And that's where the innovation and the beauty and the...
0: The magic. Magic,
1: yeah. That's where it comes from, is from us, right? We don't need to play small in order for others to be comfortable.
0: Agreed. And then going into what you tell others, how do you inspire others to look at that that world of and or that world of... Mm -hmm. Just being more or being, being okay, being your true self and authentic.
1: I think if you have one person in this world that believes in you, mm-hmm. um, I think that is about all you need, you know, because we need others, we need community. And I think maybe that's what a little bit of my work is about. Mm-hmm. I like to create that community. I like to bring people together Yes, and Sometimes that's a small group, and sometimes that's a bigger group. Sometimes it's just one-on-one, but I think just someone truly hearing you, seeing you, believing in you, yes, and mirroring back to you what they're seeing
0: mm-hmm.
1: and your, I guess, for lack of a better word, your, your preciousness, you know, that that, that is something that is worth being in the world with you know, being here and doing what it is that you do. Mm -hmm. So I would say for me, a lot of it starts with hearing what your story is. Yeah. Listening to what you have told yourself and seeing where that shows up for you, where that manifests in the body.
0: This is very powerful (laughs) Mm -hmm. because I've I mean, I think day by day we learn and I realize there's limitations I put on my own self sometimes and I think I can't get past a certain point. And then you realize when you really think deep down why, it's Mm -hmm. a lot of past things Mm -hmm. and past things you've been told, Mm -hmm. maybe things that aren't actual, factual Mm -hmm. notes. But yeah, yeah, that's where it comes from and that's where it, uh, but it manifests in behaviors and you don't realize it sometimes until later. Yeah.
1: And I think sometimes people are, Very bogged down by an old story that Mm -hmm. really isn't theirs. Yeah. And I always love to do this exercise where we clear out, you know, and release all the things, people, institutions, (laughs) mindsets, feelings that have been clogging, weighing, or just, you know, keeping you from fully experiencing your life. And when we hold on and attach to those things for a long period of time, we don't know any different. Yeah. And seeing where you have the abilities to manifest life as you see it, Mm -hmm. because that's what the universe, that's what God wants for each of us, is for us to attract to ourselves what it is. Yeah you know, that our energy is radiating. Yes. So removing a lot, creating more space for more of the good to come in is a big part of what I do. And sometimes that is as simple as writing
0: it out. Sometimes
1: Mm -hmm. it's using sound and movement and breath. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's just hearing yourself speak about it and tell it.
0: And I guess you find that's probably different for different people, right? Um, what works for them?
1: Yeah, a long time ago, I did some training in something called biofeedback.
0: Okay, yes. And
1: <laughs> biofeedback is about a lot of things, but it, it can be taking your temperature, but it could also be controlling pain. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, for me, what I realize is that each person needs something different. Yeah in that setting. And sometimes it's access through what we're hearing and saying to ourselves. What is that story we're telling ourselves? And sometimes we can access that, access that more from a physical place. Like, is it manifesting in your heart yeah. or behind your eyes or in your stomach mm-hmm. or in your jaw and doing things to either reduce tension or lower or raise body temperature or Calming a nervous stomach, you know, just using your breath and focus on an intention, it gives people a sense of power and control over what's happening when Mm -hmm. they maybe never knew they had it.
0: Yeah. I feel like a lot of that, just thinking about where that builds, it probably builds on the opposite end. You have a lot of fear that you can't get past that point. I imagine you deal with that as well for people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Or people are are scared that this is never going to change, or they're always going to have this feeling.
1: Yeah, fear is fear is very debilitating, mm-hmm. um, much like pain. It's yeah. a different type of experience than pain, but fear can keep us, you know, like a like a fog or even like a like a brick wall from moving forward. Mm-hmm. And I think that when we get more curious about it. Okay. or when we feel it as fear, mm-hmm. that we turn it into something that we tell ourselves a different story about that.
0: But it's that.
1: <laughs> yeah. Like you can hold both. You can, yeah. you can hold both. You can have anxiety, you can have fear, mm-hmm. but you can also hold joy and yes. curiosity and playfulness and regulate your nervous system that way. And a lot of things that I have learned through just practice myself and mm-hmm. through my uh, work is teaching people how to regulate that. Yeah. And fear is real. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it is. And it's it's felt just like any any other experience. But overcoming that and it's like, you know, if you're afraid of heights, right? Yeah. And you go up there and you, you get on the zip line. And next thing you know... <laughs> You're, you know, you're soaring uh, through yeah. the trees and it's happening, right? It's, it's, you're in the moment. You, you, nothing you can do about yeah. it now. You're
0: above That's one, the, one way to, the rainforest. to figure out if it works or not. You can get over it. Yeah.
1: But knowing that you have the tools in place to support yourself, mm. you know, it's much like the harness on a zip line, yeah. you know, it's like, and knowing that you have people around you that are reassuring you, you can do this, mm-hmm. you know. Or you're capable of this, or you know, just seeing other people's smiles, yeah, or their kind <laughs> eyes, you know,
0: it's helpful. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, I mean, like being a performer or being on stage is also very much like that, you yeah. know, and you know, getting into the flow or being in that state of alpha. Um, biofeedback taught me a lot about that, you okay. know, and we are most creative when we're in that state. Yes. Uh, so even when you think about Um, Yoga, like Mm -hmm. oming, using tones and sound, those experiences can bring us into a more alpha state. Mm -hmm. So, that is such an accessible thing for people that you don't have to have all this training and all of this experience to do. Mm -hmm. You can feel it right away. Yeah. And some people are really afraid to make any sound at all in front of anybody else like mm-hmm. an ohm or anything. And so when they just take a little like put the big <laughs> toe in the water and they say, Oh yeah, okay, I feel that. Yeah. And they're also in community with yes. one other person or several other people, it isn't as scary. That you makes know? sense. Yeah. And yeah, they, they usually feel better. <laughs> yeah,
0: and I even just took a neuroscience course, and we were talking about just task-oriented things versus that creative mindset and getting into that mode. And it's really hard to switch between the two easily. So mm-hmm. once you're in that state, mm-hmm. it's good to kind of own it and stay in that state and really use yeah. that creative
1: energy. <laughs> There's so many things you can do to help yourself get there too. Mm-hmm. Um you know, grounding experiences, mm-hmm. tapping, um, yeah. using different meridians on the body to bring yourself into a more um, calm state mm-hmm. uh, or a flow state, or just to get your nervous system regulated. Mm-hmm. Um, so EFT is something that I've I've studied and experienced personally, and I use it sometimes even in my yoga classes. Yeah, you know, just free movement, almost not yoga poses, but just allowing you to feel what that's like, you know, when you tap on your collarbones or, mm-hmm. you know, on the crown of your head or between your eyebrows or, yeah. you know, all of the places that signal to the body, I'm here, I'm, I'm, I'm here for you. I'm working for, I'm working with you, not against you. <laughs> you know, i mean this down. To be
0: here and just <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, that's so. Nice. I love how you incorporate everything into your practice. You it's know, the ending. It's the yes, ending. I it's like that. all the ending. <laughs> what? Um, so, what do you do for yourself? Um, what keeps you grounded?
1: Music is definitely probably, okay. and being in in my garden. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. I have a I have a a lot of great friends too that, including my husband. Um, you know that I think friendships and. Yes really our friends, are our, our chosen family sometimes, yes. you know, <laughs> and life is so much better <laughs> it is. with people who really <laughs> love you and see you as you are. And I don't take that for granted. So I do spend a lot of time with my friends. I like to go and be at the beach. It's probably look at the ocean, mm-hmm. walk on the sand, walk on the grass, you know? Yeah. Do all of that sort of earthy stuff. Um, no, being
0: in nature is good. It's good for the mind. It's good for the body, the soul, everything. <laughs> so I can appreciate that.
1: That, and I, I would say, too, like anything you can experience with your senses, you know, mm-hmm. it could be anything. I would say, too, just enjoying being with myself, you know, giving myself some downtime. Yeah. That's hard for an ander because there's so many possibilities
0: <laughs> yes. to choose from. Yeah. Um, we learned this actually in yeah. the neuroscience course I was taking about cutting meetings, having certain meeting times, and cutting your 30-minute meetings to 25, and only having so many mm-hmm. in in you know consecutively. Um, and the science behind that is just you know you're always in the go, and there's only so so much time you should spend in a certain area. But I think I have to be very cognizant of that because I as much as I love talking to people, I'm a very sociable person. Mm-hmm. It takes, it does take a lot of energy out of me and I forget about that. So the downtime yeah. is much needed and you have to be mindful of that.
1: I think that's You know, workflow is really important. Yes. Uh, Structuring, you know, downtime, saying no, Mm -hmm. and making sure you say yes to things that actually are fun and not just responsibilities, (laughs) whatever that is, you know, um, if, if you enjoy binging Ted Lasso and that's what you want to do, I just finished the third season, I have to say, (laughs) um, or, you know, it's like, you want to geek out on like, you know, how trees communicate with each other, (laughs) you know?
0: There's a show for everyone. Uh, and uh, <laughs> and
1: how, how cool mushrooms are in, you know, nature. Yeah, yes. Um, you know, like, yeah, I actually did both of those things. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> Anything that helps you see the beauty in life. You yes,
0: know. I agree. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think there's so much, too, even just on those topics. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with Michael Pollan. mm mm-hmm. And he just, they just came out with a Netflix uh, a series about uh, his book. But I think there's so many different interesting things that he's looking into, he researches, and yeah. that can really help the body and the mind that maybe mm-hmm. aren't the typical what we think. Like whether it's just fitness or just just this, it's yeah. something more. So,
1: yeah, and I think there's those people that. that are doing pioneer work mm-hmm. um, out there, you know, they're anders. Like yeah. they're not looking at it from. I mean, they're on, you know, on the shoulders or, you know, looking at those who have come before um, doing that research or having done that research. But Mm -hmm. there's so much we don't know, you know, and there's so much more to discover and to live. Yes. Um, I don't ever want to have any regrets of saying, wow, what if I tried that, you Mm -hmm. know? So I typically say yes, uh, especially if it's something new. Okay.
0: (laughs) Those are always the things that make me the most nervous, I would say, or like scared at first, but they can be the most rewarding because it's, it's new experiences. I love traveling. So that's what I do kind Uh. of on my, my downtime. I love traveling. I love, I mean, I've I've probably talked about this before. I love uh, being on the planes and traveling because it's my, my me time. Mm -hmm. I get to read. (laughs) So I love reading. Um, it's one of those things that just like, it sparks creative energy in me too, because yeah. I think about ideas and I think mm-hmm. about, oh, well, this is interesting. I could do this. Um, but it's really my kind of me time.
1: What are you reading right now? What am
0: I reading right now? It's a great question. I was reading, <laughs> um, a book, well, it was an audible by Brandon Bouchard about habits of growth. That was the the latest mm-hmm. one. Um, Book-wise, I have—I uh, don't know the title offhand. Mm-hmm. It's a marketing book um, about um, some a former exec at Nike. So I'm very—I um, love—I love I've loved Nike and the brand and everything about it. But I love to hear their story and what they've been through as well. And mm-hmm. I plan on—I think the thing with companies that you know not a lot of people see is there's a lot of hard times as well, and you go through a lot of you know, the, the highs and the lows, mm-hmm. and you really have to figure out how to manage those lows the yeah. most to be effective and to get to the point you are, you will be
1: at. So I, I agree with yeah. that 100%. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think reading is, is one of the best pastimes ever. Yes. invented. I believe. Uh, yeah. I was, uh, I was reading, I just finished Lessons in Chemistry, which I was a great book about uh, a female scientist, chemist, who Mm -hmm. um, not by her choice uh, becomes a sensation uh, with a cooking show during a time where women were not seen as equal in science Mm -hmm. and uh, debatable still today. um, But she brought science to the home and uh, through showing how cooking is... A science, you know, and an art. And I am also reading, it's called The Power of Eight, and it's about the power of intention (laughs) uh, to affect change. So whether it's through mindfulness, Mm -hmm. consciousness, prayer, you know, never underestimating what a small group of people Mm -hmm. focusing intently on a positive outcome for another Uh will impact the course of that person's life or that there's I'm just at a point where they're studying it with plants right now so I'll keep you posted on that very interesting that
0: and I yeah I'm thinking about so many Mm -hmm. things right now because I'm thinking about how you know just Yes, yeah. you have to take care of it. <laughs> and it. And it grows. It will grow. But it's almost like a, the science behind it. it could be into the whole quantum physics thing. But, yes. you know, that's kind of where we're right, <laughs> where right. it's going into. Right. We're but, all energy, right? Yeah, we really are. are. <laughs> so that's where it comes back to.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. That's incredible. I'll have, to,
0: I'll have to pick up those two books. So I'll have to add it to the list. I but I love reading. Yes, I try yeah. to read as much as possible. Um, I'm actually one of the old school people who really likes reading books still. I don't know if you're... <laughs> I do.
1: I do. I like, a, I like to hold a real book.
0: Yes. It's nice. Um, even though I do have the Audible sub- subscription, it's yeah. for, you know.
1: <laughs> do you do this where you listen and see if it's a sample of the, the voice, if you like the voice that's, um, that it's reading? It's usually the, the
0: content for me. Okay. Yeah. But I know people who, who often say they can't listen to a whole book if they don't like the voice. And there's definitely books that... But yeah, it's the content I'm listening to. It's definitely not the voice. Yeah. Because some people have a more aggressive tone in the book mm-hmm. or it's a more, uh, it's just different than I'm used to listening to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so there's there's that. But yeah, I would say it's the content for me.
1: Well, a good example of a great Audible book is um, Green Lights by uh, oh, yes. Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> and you can't but help but love his voice. <laughs> or maybe you don't. But I uh, I found both reading the book and listening to it. Uh-huh. Uh, just really a positive experience. So. Yeah.
0: Well, that got a lot of great reviews. So that's, mm-hmm. that could be why. Yeah. Yeah. I never really thought about the, the voice component, but yeah. it definitely makes a difference. Yeah. yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Well, I guess to wrap up everything, mm-hmm. um, let's uh, leave the listeners with any closing remarks, anything you oh. want to
1: say? Well, since we're on the topic of books, <laughs> yes. uh, I have a favorite little quote. Okay. And it is from Mary Oliver. Uh, she wrote a poem. I, I learned about this poem when I was probably in my late 20s. Mm-hmm. It's Wild Geese, if you've ever heard of it. But it says, you do not have to be good. You do not have to walk on your knees for 100 miles through the desert, repenting. You only have to let the soft animal of your body love what it loves. And then she goes on to say, but it, tell, it just says, tell me what it is that you will do with this one precious life.
0: That's amazing. And
1: um, yeah.
0: And so beautiful. The world
1: really does offer itself to our imagination. It's up to us to to experience it.
0: Yes. Well, thank you so (laughs) much for being here today. I really appreciate it. And Mm -hmm. we'll give everyone tips on how to follow you, how to listen to anything you do. But I would like to thank you again. I just really appreciate your time here
1: today. Thank you, Maritza. I really enjoyed it.
0: Thanks for joining in. Remember to subscribe, stay connected and follow me on Instagram at mari mari burr. and follow this podcast online at TheThingsThatMatter.me. The Things That Matter podcast is produced in cooperation with Balto Creative Media and the Queen City Podcast Network. It is recorded at the Queen City Podcast Network studios in Uptown Charlotte.
1: queencitypodcastnetwork.com.